let your spirit go with us. Thy spirit go with me and, and attend my cry.
Amen. If you realize that God kept you this week, just, just lift your hand and just say, God, I thank you for keeping me. Just a few more days. Amen. 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 Oh, to be kept. Oh, to be kept by Jesus. Acts chapter 28. Acts chapter 28. We begin our reading with verse 1. These are the words that you find. And when they escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita. The barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for they kindled a fire and received us, every one, because of the present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened to his hand. And when the barbarians saw that the venomous beast hang on his, hanging on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt this man is a murderer whom though he had escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffer not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Amen. I, I, want, I want to, from that thought, especially from that fifth verse, I want to talk from this subject. Shake it off. Shake it off. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Shake it off. Uh, the Bible teaches in the book of Job, Job 14, <clears throat> that man that is born of a woman of a few days and is full of trouble. Job says it comes forth like a flower and never continues in one stay. Let me translate that for you. Let me translate that for you. The translation is in this life it's always going to be something. <laughs> That's the translation. In this life there's always going to be something. You heard it all your life. If it ain't one thing, it's another. 
in this life, <clears throat> you can expect to be tested from time to time. In this life, you can expect a trial and a tribulation every now and then. In this life, you can expect from time to time trouble just to show up out of nowhere. Am I, am I talking to anybody? In this life, you can just expect trouble to show up out of nowhere and latch on to your very being. You're attending to your own business. Ain't bothering nobody, but somehow trouble will seek you out in this life. That should be absolutely no surprise. But what is surprising to me is when those times come and trouble comes and latches on to us, what is surprising to me is how long we will allow trouble to hang on without shaking it off. What's oh, no surprise that things are going to come your way. What surprises me is how we just allow them to linger. Y'all ain't hearing me. And my message today is that you cannot allow those things that are destroying you to linger. Am I helping anybody? You cannot allow those things that are poisoning you to keep hanging around. You got to learn how to do like Paul here in the text and shake it off. We follow now the Apostle Paul. We followed him now through a name change from Saul to Paul. We, 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 we watched him through the change of his mission. He's gone from a church destroyer to a church planner. And as we move now toward the end of the book, we see him as a defender of the faith and a soldier in God's army. We have seen his life turn completely around. Now you remember, he's been drugged from place to place to be tried. He's been in one courtroom after another courtroom to be tried because of his commitment to the cause of Christ. He's butted heads with all of the religious authorities. He's stood trial before Festus and Felix and Agrippa. He's been yeah, yeah, in one courtroom after another courtroom, none of whom can find anything wrong with him. None of them can find a law that he has broken. He would have been set free. You remember last week I told you he would have been set free, except he has appealed his case to be heard before Caesar in Rome. You'll also remember, you'll also remember that it was on this trip to Rome as a prisoner. He's on a ship with 276 passengers and some other prisoners. Yeah, they're all on the same ship and they experience this great storm. Y'all remember that? Yeah. 
They've been out there now. They've been out there 14 days and 14 nights. Haven't seen sun, moon, or stars. They're in a mighty storm for 14 days on a ship. I'm just reminding you now. I'm just sort of catching you up, trying to refresh you now. Paul, the prisoner, you remember, received a message from an angel of God that there was going to be no loss of life on the ship. Yeah, he told them that everybody on this ship will be saved alive. Nobody is going to die. Are y'all hearing me? The only condition that he gave them, everybody's going to be saved, but you got to stay on the ship. Y'all remember that? You got to stay on the ship. Verse 31, except you abide in the ship. You cannot be saved. <clears throat> so here we are. In the last chapter of Acts. This is the last that we will ever hear of Paul. In this chapter right here. The last you'll ever hear of Paul except through the letters that he wrote. You hear no more from Paul. They, they, they listen to Paul and just like Paul said, all 276 folk on board made it safely to the shore. Just like the angel told them. Just like he told them, we're all going to be safe. If you stay on the ship now, the ship has run aground. The ship has broken apart. Verse 41 says, all 276 passengers made it to the shore. Verse 42, verse 43, and that's an impressive thing there. It says some could swim, but they all made it. (laughs) How'd they do it? How'd they do it? Uh, Yeah, yeah, Reverend Bush, you can make it on broken pieces. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. There was some. There was some who could swim. The rest made it on broken pieces. The island that they ended up on was called Melita. They, they, they drifted and they, they swam some and they drifted to this island called Melita. An island that was inhibited, inhabited by what they call barbarians. Yeah. <laughs> now, now not, not because these folk were wild. Yeah, that's what you think about barbarians. Not because they're wild, not because they're savages, but because of the arrogance of Romans and Greeks. <laughs> Greeks and Romans thought so highly of themselves that anybody who was not a Greek or a Roman They saw them as barbarian. But the word says that these barbarian folk, this island of barbarians, when they saw the strangers washing up on their shore, they saw some swimming. They knew that they were in stress. When they saw them washing up on shore, these barbarians, look the Bible, It says they extended 
Hospitality. I'm glad they didn't wash up on the shore of the United States in 2023. (laughs) See how much hospitality they would have been. Are y'all hearing me? But these so-called barbarians saw that these men were wet, they were cold, they obviously had been in a shipwreck. So without asking them any questions, they didn't ask them who they were, they didn't ask them where they were coming from, they didn't ask them where they were going or what their intentions were. All they did was started gathering up wood gathering up wood and building a fire so that these men could warm themselves. Are y'all hearing the barbarians? Building a fire so they could warm themselves, so that they could dry out. And now, here is where we want to go to. Paul, the prisoner, who's among the prisoners, who really at that point had the opportunity to escape. Yeah. Y'all hear me? Yeah. And, and this ain't the only chance he had to escape, y'all remember. Y'all remember the doors flew wide open at the jail? Yeah. He had a chance to escape then, but he did not do it. Now he's got another chance, but again, his mission is more important than him getting away. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me. Uh, Again, he's got a chance to get away, but he was on a mission for the Lord. And he would not abandon his mission just because uh, he had an opportunity. Let me throw this in. If you're serious about your mission, you ain't always looking for an excuse to get away from it. I'm trying to help somebody. I say, if you are serious about the mission that you're on. You're not always seeking an opportunity to get away. But not only did he not seek to escape, verse 3 says that he, he decided to join these barbarians in gathering sticks. He joined them looking for sticks, gathering sticks, to keep the fire going. Let me throw this in. This is free. They don't cost you a thing. Let me throw this in. If you're going to enjoy the warmth of the fire, you ought to be willing to help keep the fire going. May I help somebody? If you are going to enjoy being warm, you ought to be willing to help gather some sticks to keep the fire going. But here is the surprise attack. While Paul is reaching for sticks, he's got a bundle of sticks, and he's headed to the fire with a bundle of sticks. The Bible says that a snake, viper, snake, and not just a snake, a poisonous snake, came out of the sticks and fastened to his hand. 
Surprise. Surprise. The last thing on my mind in the dead of winter is a snake. Are y'all hearing me? You don't see snakes in the wintertime. Snakes <laughs> don't like fire. <laughs> Let me just go on. It, it, ain't, it ain't on the paper, but snakes don't like fire. That's why I try to keep the church as hot as I can keep it. <laughs> that's why that's why you want the Holy Ghost fire up in here all the time. Snakes don't like <laughs> fire. Get, get the picture. Get the picture. Paul is on a mission for God. Paul is walking in obedience to God and doing the will of God and showing the kindness of God. And even while he's doing good, surprise, even while he's trying to carry out God's will, even while he's trying to do good, he is attacked by surprise. My brothers, and my sisters, it's never easy to understand. It's never easy to explain. Oh, you can, you, you can sort of understand being attacked when you're out of the will of God. Are you hearing me? You, you, you can sort of understand an attack when you're walking in disobedience. As a matter of fact, when you're wrong, you're out there walking in disobedience, you sort of expect something to happen. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? But when you're in his will, when you're walking in his way, the last thing you expect, when you're trying to do good, the last thing you expect is an attack to come out of nowhere. Let, let me submit to you that we're living in a day of surprise attacks. We're living in a day of surprises. Who, who thought that we would be once again fighting for the right to vote? Surprise! All right. Whoever, whoever thought the day was coming when we would, uh, when there would be an attempt to completely erase our struggle from history. Surprise! Many, many have had their whole life shattered. Yeah, but, 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 but by this deadly virus that has just showed up out of nowhere. Surprise. Meetings going on right now where people in power are trying to cut your wages, take away your health care, and take away your social security right now. Surprise. Can anybody relate to these surprises? About the time you think you got things going, out of nowhere comes a surprise. Anybody in here ever been there in the midst of trying to do the right thing? 
trying to do your best, trying to give your best service in, in the midst of trying to do the right, trying to serve God and serve others. And all at once, you find yourself under attack. Songwriter said it like this, try to do your best in service. Trying to live the best you can, but even when you do the right thing, evil presses on every hand. And not just to be attacked, not just to be under attack, but surprised. You wasn't expecting it. Matter of fact, you were doing good. You thought good was coming. Surprise. You, you don't see it coming. If you had seen it, you could have prepared yourself. You could have avoided it if you had seen it. But then on top of that, let's just stay with, this, stay with the word. On top of that, he's attacked by a venomous snake and everybody is watching. Everybody sees. Everybody sees that he, everybody's standing around watching him under attack. Now, now read the Bible. This is it's tragic. They're watching and waiting to see how he's going to respond to being bitten by a poisonous snake. Let's just stay with the book here. Stay with the book. The Bible says that these folks stood there watching to see whether or not he would swell up and die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. They stood there watching to see whether or not he would swell up and die. They know you got bit. They know it was poison. And they are expecting a certain outcome. You ever had folk watching you? <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. You ever watch folk watching you go through your trials? See you go through your storms. Have you ever watched folk, folk, have folk watching you go through your surprise attack? And they ain't going to say it to you, but they're sitting around trying to predict what's going to happen. Yeah. Sitting around trying to predict your doom. Whatever. It was not only did they stand around watching, but they were speculating yeah. why all of this happened to him. Now these folks just met him. They don't even know him. But listen at verse 4 what they said. They said about Paul who they just met, don't even know him. Verse 4. They said, no doubt this man is a murderer. <laughs> no doubt this man is a murderer who thought he had escaped the sea yet vengeance justice is going to take him out anyway. This man must be a murderer. <laughs> you know, sometimes to hear what people say about you, are y'all hearing me? As you struggle, sometimes what folks are saying about you actually is more hurtful than what you're going through. 
to hear what folk are talking about you. That Sometimes that's more hurtful than even going through. And, and let me just throw this in. There is no record that the people who were on the ship with him, who knew better, none of them spoke up and said, no, that ain't right. <laughs> now, he just saved all of their lives, but none of them spoke up to say a word. Verse 5 makes it clear to me why my daddy used to say, my daddy, my daddy used to have this thing. He said all the time, he'd say, uh, you can't pay folks no attention. <laughs> now I know why he said it. He said, you can't, you can't pay folks no attention. And the reason why, look at verse 4. Verse 4, they called him a murderer. But in verse 5, after he didn't swell up and die. <laughs> they said, he must be a god. Are y'all hearing me? Same folk. <clears throat> Same folk that just called him a murderer. Since it didn't kill him, now they say, he must be, he must be a God. Oh, my brothers and sisters, if you learn how to endure hardness as a good soldier, God will take your test and turn them into testimonies. I'm trying to help somebody here. He will take your tests, turn them into tests. But here is what I want to show you before I sit down. I want you to learn from Paul how to deal with these surprise attacks. Paul didn't panic. He didn't caught up. Getting caught up in what the folk were saying about him. What did he do? The Bible says he merely <laughs> shook it off. I know it sounds so simple. I'm almost embarrassed to stand up here and give you such a, but, but it's a lesson that you need to learn. You need to learn how not to let poison stuff hang on you. Yeah. You, you need to learn, yeah, that, that you have the authority and the strength to shake it off. He shook it off. And that's what I want to leave with you today. The world is watching. The world is watching the people of God during this time of surprise attacks. The world is watching the people of God and they're trying to figure you out. They, they know, yeah, that you, you, you lost your job during the pandemic. They know your child is on drugs. They, they know your phone is cut off. And they even watch you shake it off. They watch every movie. They watch, they watch you shake it off. But now they're waiting to see if you're going to drop dead. Are y'all hearing me? Now they're waiting to see if you're going to drop dead. They're waiting to see if you're going to lose your faith. They're waiting to see if you're going to turn your back on God now. 
They're waiting to see if you're going to just give up on Jesus. But learn a simple lesson. And the simple lesson is shake it off. Shake it off. Sometimes, my brothers and my sisters, you have no control over what latches on to you. You have no control over what latches on to you. But I'll tell you something. You got full charge over how, how long you let it hang on you. Are y'all hearing me? You may not have anything to do with what comes your way, but you're fully in charge of how long you let it burden you down. Some abound today, some abound today because they're carrying around stuff that they ought to shake off. I'm trying to help somebody here. Yeah, but I come this morning to tell you that it's time. It's time now for you to start shaking some things off. You've been worried with it long enough. It's time now to shake it off. It's been weighing you down way too long now. It's time, yes, for you to shake it off. It has kept you up too many nights. It's time now for you to shake it off. But before I sit down, I need to let you know you cannot shake it off on your own power. Y'all ain't hearing me. In order to shake it off, you've got to have a connection. You've got to have a connection with God. You got to have a connection that will ensure that God will take care of you. I wonder if I got a witness here that God will, yes, take care of you. You got to have a connection that says that God will fight my battle if I just keep still. You've got to have a connection that said God is going to have the last word. Y'all ain't hearing me. Here is my example right here. Jesus, the Son of God, born, yes, into a sinful world. Yeah. Born uh, on the wrong side uh, of the tracks, yeah. Born uh, in a stable, yeah. Wrapped yes, uh, in swaddling clothes, yeah. But he didn't let that, yeah, yeah, define who he was. Uh, he shook it off, yeah. They call him uh, all kinds of names, yeah. They call him uh, a wine bibber, yeah. They call him uh, a trouble. Maker, yeah, but he shook it off, yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me, yeah. They accuse him uh, of things that he did not do, yeah. But guess what, yeah? He shook it off, yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me, yeah. They even put a cross uh, on his shoulder, yeah. He never said a mumbling word, yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me, yeah. They never. Nailed his hand, and he never said a mumbling word. They nailed his feet. 
feet. Uh, he's never uh, said uh, a mumbling word. He died uh, on an old uh, rugged cross. Uh, they laid him uh, in a bowery tomb. Yes, uh, death uh, held him uh, all night Friday. Yeah. Death yeah, held him uh, all day Saturday. Yeah. But early uh, Sunday morning, uh, he got up yeah, out of the grave. Shuck it off. Yeah. All power, uh, all power is in his hand. Yeah, yeah. Can't talk for nobody else. Uh, but I, I love the Lord. He heard my cry. And he pitied my every groan. Long as I live and trouble rise, I hasten through his own. Yes, I go to my seat and be not dismayed. Whatever be time, God will take care of you. He needs his wings of love abide. God will take care of you. Yes, yes. Shake it off. Shake it off. Burden you long enough. Shake it off. You cried long enough. Shake it off. You tried to carry it long enough. Shake it off. This world, this world is full of stuff trying to knock you off your game, full of things that are trying to pull you away from where God has you, full of surprises, things that you never thought you'd have to face. But the good news today, with Jesus as your example, you have the authority you have the power to shake it off. You have the power. dismayed whatever be time God will take care of you beneath his wings of love abide
figured out things come up sometimes sometimes it makes you want to think that God are you with me then the spirit will say in your heart all you got to do is shake it off and things will come trouble will rise but we serve a God who is above our trouble so if you don't know him and you're in trouble this is the invitation to come to him Bible declares that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead you shall be saved now what that means we heard today it doesn't mean that trouble won't come your way but what it does means is he'll give you a way of escape so come come to Jesus while you have time come to Jesus and make up your mind he'll make your life brand new and he will take care of you Come on, come on. If you know the worth of prayer, pray for those who may not know who Jesus is. That's it. That if you don't have a church home and you need the covering and the community of believers, you can also come and join the one of God's great church family. Jesus, may 
I declare the Lord will take care of you. Oh, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Oh, wow. Wow, you have. That's it. Just lift your voice now. Lift your voice all together. you come out of a shipwreck and you barely make it to shore alive and you feel that all the trouble is over another thing will come your way but we want to be like the apostle knowing that we serve a God who will take care of us and all we have to do is shake that trouble off. Lord, we pray right now for those in our midst and within our family who feel like the trouble is too hard. We want to pray that they have the strength to shake off that very trouble. And the good news is it can go into the fire and die. Lord, we pray for those in the house and beyond that if they don't know Jesus Christ in the free pardon of their sin, that they can receive the reward that was justly due them that he did on yonder's cross. That his death was to give us life. So Lord, if there are those that need life, out of the death of sin we bid them to come to give their lives to Jesus Christ and be made whole and Lord we ask while it is yet time this is our prayer 
We pray it in Jesus' mighty master's name. Amen, amen, amen. You may be seated. May up your mind. He will, he will make your, Jesus will make your life brand new. witness that he will take care he'll take care of you oh come to Jesus one have time Robin Haynes we have Janice Francis coming for rededication Amen. Give God praise. Give God praise. Give God praise for our sister. Amen. Give God praise. Give God praise. Amen. Sister Janice, we thank you for doing what some of us may be unable to do. Not that you've lost any fellowship, but you have made lost the joy of your salvation and you're coming to let folk know that I come back to receive that joy in God so we thank God for you thank God sister Pearlie you take her back you came up you take her back amen we thank God praise God you also want to thank God so much for our own brother Demetrius Wilson, who also came and rededicated his life last week, and our own Bilal Hagen. Give God praise for Demetrius and Bilal also. Bilal. At this moment, we would ask that the Oliver family would come. Oliver family comes to, to dedicate one of their own. Amen. now to this period and we take a lot of pride around here in dedicating these babies and while we call it baby dedication it's really your dedication baby <laughs> yeah we call it baby dedication but you are pledging yourself to bring this child up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord this is not really about the baby it's more about you Amen. and what you are pledging to do and so today you will take a pledge along with your parents. They've done it for you and you're going to do it for this baby. This is a family that I've been around here for a minute and 
I, I know I'm getting older because I dedicated you. <laughs> it might have dedicated your mama. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> amen. 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 Let us hear the words of the Lord as it comes to us in Deuteronomy 6, 6, and 7. These words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. Thou shalt teach them diligently to your children. Shall talk of them when thou sitteth in, the, in thine house, and when thou walketh by the way, and when thou riseth up. This is the commandment of God that we should diligently rear our children in the most holy faith. Obedience to, in obedience to this command, these parents come to bring this child, this family comes, brings this child to dedicate this child to the Lord today. Precedent for the ceremony of baby dedication is found in scripture as the presentation of Samuel by Hannah, and Jesus by Joseph and Mary. Paul reminded Timothy that from a child he had known scripture. Jesus considered little ones infinitely precious. And he said, suffer little children to come unto me and forbid them not for such is the kingdom of God. The purpose of dedication is really to be found in the purpose of parents. Rightly understood, the ceremony is a ceremony of parental dedication. Parents pledging themselves to bring and, uh, bring and obey the command of Paul. Provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Ceremony has no meaning unless parents are dedicating themselves as well as that child to God. To all of you, you who are assembled, parents, grandparents, godparents, mom and them, everybody. <laughs> Amen, amen. If it be your intention to present this child, William Cortez Devin English Haynes Jr. <laughs> My Lord. <laughs> if it be your intention to pledge this child as well as pledge yourselves to the Lord, your answer to me this morning as I read these pledges is, I do. Do you hear this day recognize this child as a gift of God and give heartfelt thanks to God for this blessing? If so, your answer is, we do. We do. do you hear this day dedicate this child to the Lord who gave him to you? If so, your answer is, we do. We do. do you hear this day promise to give him, this child, every possible benefit of home, of school, and of church? If so, your answer is, we do. we do. Do you hear this day? Ask God's blessings upon his life, to God to guide him throughout all of his years. If so, your answer is, we do. We do. Amen. Let's pray now with William. Amen. Y'all bless the Lord in this house. Thank you. Nobody but you, dear God. You are the creator of life. Nobody but you, dear God, has seen him safely thus far on his journey. Now, our prayer now, dear God, is that you, who are the only one who knows his purpose, 
that you, dear God, will encamp your angels around about William now. I pray, dear God, that all of the potential that you have put in him, that you, dear God, will begin your work of bringing it out right now. We thank you, dear God, for this mother. Thank you, dear God, for this grandmother, these great-grandparents. We thank you, dear God, for all of them. We thank you, dear God, for their willingness. And thank you, dear God, that today they come to bring him just as they have come. Parents and grandparents, dear God, who realize and who understand your goodness and your mercy. Now, Father, encamp your angels around about this child to protect him in all of his ways. We thank you, dear God, for how far you brought him already. But we thank you, dear God, for what he will yet be. And in everything that you do, Father, we're going to give you praise, give you glory, give you honor for it. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Did he go to sleep? <laughs> okay. And my voice putting him to sleep already. <laughs> Amen. God bless y'all. God bless, God bless, God bless y'all. Amen. Let's thank God again for this family and for this child that is dedicated. We do have our youth and child of the month. Amen. And our, amen, amen. Our youth of the month is Miss Nia Thompson. Amen. Nia, are you here? Amen. Amen. Nia, st keep standing up, Nia. Uh, amen. Amen. Parents of Wayne and Nicole Thompson. February's child of the month is Katie Sanderson. Is Katie here? Katie here. We will make sure we give Katie her gift. Amen. Give God praise for both Nia and Katie. Amen. Want to ask you and to remember those in our family who are dealing with sickness and with death. Amen. I was overjoyed this morning when we walked into the sanctuary and I saw Deacon Terry Knowles. Amen. Give God praise for this deacon who has dealt with the very trouble we talked about but has come to give God praise anyhow. Amen. But all of our family who are dealing with it. Amen dealing with it. Also thank God for Sister Edwina. Um, want to ask um, all of you and thank God all of you for your gifts in giving, your giving of tithes and offerings. It is for the upbuilding of the local body but for the kingdom of God. And as you do so we want to ask or consider our food pantry because, and, and watch this, because last week we we helped over 200 families receive food. Amen. And so we ask if you, if you don't mind doing the church aisles, if you want to help 
to contribute to the food pantry. We need both perishable and non-perishable foods. Um, they have here part of the list canned vegetables, canned fruit, peanut butter, jelly, cereal, and meats if you uh, so, so for uh, so tomorrow want to do so, both, both men, women, boys, and girls. If you want to give, we want to ask that you would do that. And ask to do it, you can drop it off at Heritage Hall during the church hours, which are Tuesday through Friday from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. Amen. Some good news also in keeping with uh, CDC guidelines, your masks are now optional. Amen. I, I, <laughs> I saw people start taking them off immediately. Amen. Masks are now optional. Um, we've, looked at, we've looked at numbers both nationally, but we've looked at numbers both locally, and we found in, in a very long time we've had very few deaths uh, in our county. So thank God for that. Amen. So feel free to continue to wear your mask if that's where you feel comfortable. But if you do not want to wear your mask, amen, you do not have to. Amen? Amen. 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 Um, Just say a word about that now. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't going crazy. <laughs> We're not going crazy. You can wear. It's optional now. You don't feel compelled to wear the mask. Uh, let's use some sense now. If you're not feeling good, if you wake up on Sunday morning and you're not feeling, we're going to we're going to stay virtual. We're going to stay virtual. But please, let's look out for each other. Let's look. If you're not feeling well, then that's a Sunday that you say, you know what, I'll stay at home today just to be safe. So we still have to do what we have to do to remain, to keep ourselves safe. Feel free to go ahead, wear your mask. If that's how you're comfortable, ain't nothing wrong with that. Please continue to wear it. Uh, but then now we've moved to a point where we can be optional. Amen? Amen. 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 Stand to your feet. God be with you till we meet again. Thank God for these young people. Amen. Thank God. us blameless before his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God be glory be majesty be dominion and authority and may it both be now henceforth and forevermore and the people of God said Amen.
are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.